the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Oral Sessions. This is your girl, Renee. We're doing some best ofs here as we're spinning things up. It's Thanksgiving week. Yes. Get that turkey. Get those snacks. Get a little football. Little Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. All of the above. Man, I can't wait. This is what I think about when I think of like the holidays as they're like approaching and all the stuff's going on. Is that now that I have a daughter, I can't wait for her to have like thanksgiving pageants and christmas pageants like at school doing like little plays and stuff oh my gosh i can't wait to be there and like see her like forget her lines or maybe she's gonna steal the show she's probably gonna steal the show come on she's delicious anyway so we're doing best ofs here this is the best of me and my guy emilio freaking sparks producer extraordinaire as i like to call him the follically gifted man emilio sparks uh he is just the best man like just such a good dude I love having him here as a producer for the show as sort of like another brain behind this operation and also just such a bright mind when it comes to professional wrestling and the personalities involved in wrestling. He's just a great dude to have here. And him and I love to just shoot the shit together. Just like I feel like it's like a brother-sister duo where we can just like have these fun conversations. We don't get to do them often enough. So maybe it's something that we should be doing a little bit more frequently because I feel like we just have such a cool chemistry. So let's do it. Here it is. The best of Renee and Emilio. Emilio! Renee! What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just enjoying another day in paradise. Today is not a paradise type day for me. Today has gone to shit for me. And let me tell you the ways. First of all, before you hopped on this call, I had the bright idea that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pack up out of this guest room and I'm going to move things back up to what was meant to be my rightful, true studio space. But it didn't go that way because my internet is dog shit. And I don't know how to fix this. I've got to have somebody from Cox come over to my house. Yes, I am putting Cox on blast right now here on the show. I hope that somebody that works for Cox is able to reach out to me, connect with me in some capacity, because I don't live in a gigantic enough house. I don't have wings to my house for me to need different modems set up throughout my house. Then on top of this, I get these bullshit Wi-Fi connector, you connect one next to the modem, hardwired into that, moved one upstairs, hardwired into that. That also still did not work. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I'm throwing my hands up at this point, but I just want everyone to know, if you've seen the older episodes, I put up a beautiful wallpaper. I bought a gigantic calendar because we are moving and shaking over here on oral sessions now apart of the volume network. And I have dates I need to plug in. My phone is no longer sufficing. Oh, and then I just had to have a nap. And I'm sweating now because I'm upset. Well, first off, Cox on Blast, really funny. Cox are on Blast, Cox bitches. are all on Blast. <laughs> all the Cox are on Blast. <laughs> Take that. I didn't even realize what I said. That is definitely a good soundbite, though. That's, that should be the name of this episode, Cox on Blast. 
But I'm glad that you took a nap. You're recharged. You're refreshed. You're ready to go. So you're perspiring. That's okay. You're pregnant. It happened. Means you're alive. My blood is pumping. Fucking ready to go on the show today. That's the type of energy we need. (laughs) I was supposed to have like a meeting this morning and then that, that got moved. And then I was supposed to go do yoga. And then I was like, I just can't. I need to have a nap. But here's here's a, a real high point of my day so far. I made a turkey panini, which in the world of pregnancy life, you can't have any kind of deli meat of any sorts unless it's heated. So I've been avoiding it, avoiding it. And I'm like, I just want a turkey sandwich. I slapped it on my George Foreman grill. I'm a happy lady because of that. Did your like mouth have a party and your taste buds were invited? They yes. were like, oh my God, we need to have this turkey club sandwich melted. Thrilled. Okay. Thrilled. Yeah, it's been a while. What type of cheese did you use? Swiss, because I had Swiss that was pre-sliced. So I went with that. I was going to use a sharp cheddar, but I went Swiss and I am not looking back. I haven't had a sandwich or like deli meat in a very long time. What do you eat? Fucking twigs and berries and air at this point as being plant-based. You, okay. So how long have you not eaten meat at this point? Four years. And do you ever get like the vegan style deli meat? No, I don't. I don't the believe in like- no, I don't believe in like the even like the the processed vegan stuff either, where they say it's healthier. No, it's still processed. So I'm I'm I good. I feel like I, it might give you like tits or something, right? Yeah, I don't want tits. I don't I don't need them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if yeah. I did, I would just stay in, indoors all day and just examine my body, and I would play John Mayer's <laughs> "My Body Is a Wonderland." So it just would not be a good time. I mean, it would be a good time, but I would just would never leave the house. I wouldn't yeah. get this show done. Nothing. Um, no, it's just to be honest with you. No, I don't believe in like the soy based products. I, I don't do like the fake cheeses. I also have a, a nut allergy. So most oh of my the fake God, Emilio. Yeah, I'm all sorts of fucked y'all, on this side. Where do you get your protein from? Beans. Just beans. That's your main uh, source of protein. I know it's that's a legitimate source. That's good. Lentils that they, they help. Okay. Legumes. I can't eat peanut butter either. I'm allergic to nuts. Oh, my word. I tried to go to this health food store and I bought a like a fucking seed spread thinking, oh, sunflower seeds. I cooked with sunflower oil. I'm fine. Eat the bread. Allergic reaction. Did you have to EpiPen? No, I don't. I can't afford one. So I just was just drinking Benadryl like I was sipping on lean. Oh, my God. And water. So. I survived. I'm good. I'm here. You're here. You live to tell the tale. I always forget that things in America cost money like that for healthcare stuff. It always rocks my world. So now I just dance with the devil by the pale moonlight when I decide to go eat something. <laughs> Let's howl at the mood and eat some seeds and some deli meat. See what happens. Make this Thanksgiving a refer a Friendsgiving with FanDuel. Give and get $100 in site credit when you invite friends to join America's number one sports book. This offer ends Thanksgiving Day, so don't miss FanDuel's biggest refer-a-friend offer ever. Share your exclusive referral link right from the Sportsbook app. Once your friend places any bet of $10 or more, you'll both get a $100 bonus. You can bet your bonus any way that you'd like. You can bet on over 17 plus sports, take a chance on same game parlay bet, jump into the action with live betting, or bet with big promotions like odds boosts. And when you win, FanDuel is going to pay you in as little as two hours. That's nothing. So FanDuel's Refer a Friend comes just in time for a full day of Thanksgiving NFL football. So get on it. Make your money. 
Are you new to FanDuel Sportsbook? Enter promo code Renee while signing up and you'll also get 30 to 1 odds on any team to win on Thanksgiving Day. Share more than stuffing this Thanksgiving. Head over to FanDuel Sports app and invite friends today. Disclaimer 21 plus present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Preferred players must wager $10 within 20 days after signing up. Limit to 10 referrals. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires after 10 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. So even though you were having this whole outer body experience while you were giving birth, did you talk about it afterwards with John? Was he in the operating room? Oh, yeah. He also was taking photos of the whole <laughs> thing, which took me. I, I had to wait at least a week oh to look God. at them because I was like, it might make me feel queasy. It like might make me feel sick to see myself like cut open like that. And he's like, this is great. <laughs> uh, so it tripped me out. But um, when I did look at it, I was like, actually, it wasn't that bad. They did a clean job, man. But the thing for him was feeling so helpless and like kind of useless, I guess, because I'm sitting there in so much pain prior to going in for the C-section that like he couldn't make a joke to alleviate any kind of the like stress that was going on. He just kind of had to sit there quietly and like watch it all happen. He's never seen me in pain like that before. So he was like, holy shit. He didn't really know what to do or what to think of it. He was just sort of like, sitting on like the dad couch that's in the room there and watching me like cursing. I'm like pacing the room. Uh, once they give you the epidural too, they come in and they like rotate you every 30 minutes to every hour. They like move your body over trying to like get things moving. And uh, that didn't help anything at all, except I didn't get any blood clots. So there's that, which is great. But yeah, I just, I could not dilate for the life of me. So did you consider any type of other childbirth Maybe something like a water birth or something natural and holistic. Because I think back to the episode where Misha Tate was a guest and she went into detail about how she was like on all fours and she gave birth that way. And like, was there any thought of having any type of other birth outside of the one that you were having? No, it's just not really for me. My doctor's fantastic. So she was somebody who I just felt very confident in like what she wanted to do. I wasn't really looking to have this sort of like holistic approach to having my baby. And to each person that does that, I mean, power to you, do whatever you want for your own labor. But for me, it was like, I wanted to go into the hospital. I wanted to have all of like the medical advancements I needed if I did need something. I live very close to the hospital anyways. But like, honestly, I've not really talked to anyone that I personally know that's had a home birth that had a great experience. I know one person that did have her baby very quickly and she had an okay time, but most other people are like, have a really rough go with it. And I was not really interested in that. I wanted to make it kind of, I didn't want to put my body through like this 
insane marathon, which ultimately I ended up doing anyways, you know, just because of how things went. But, you know, you kind of look at both sides of the coin. You know, I watched um, the business of being born, the Ricky Lake documentary that she did years and years ago. Um, And she, I watched that like right when I found out I was pregnant. because I was like, Ooh, I want to like, I want all the information. I want to know everything. And they definitely make a case for the, for the all natural birth 100%. And I do get some of the benefits of that. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't the thing that I was looking to do. And now that I had to have a C-section, I would, I think I would just probably end up having a C-section with the, with the second baby. Um, because I wish I didn't go through the 24 hours of brutal labor. If I just went in and had a C-section, I might not have had that horrible shaking and like my body feeling absolutely insane. Cause that kind of ruined my initial like couple hours with my baby. I wish I didn't have that. I wish that we could have just like enjoyed it more. And this might be a crazy question to ask, but how soon do you want? Because if you're ready to go and you're getting the doctor's orders, you can you can get on with the get down. Um, Are you planning on having a child anytime soon? Like, do you want a set of Irish twins? (laughs) I've only it's funny. I'd never really heard the term Irish twins until like the other week. Uh, I, I was talking to Sarah Logan and she used that term. I was like, oh, I've never heard that. And then my neighbor said the other day, um, I don't know. I know that like ideally you're supposed to wait 18 months, I think, for your body to properly heal and your body to kind of run its course for your first baby to like, you know, do its thing. And you're like doing all the mom things during that time. So I don't know. I've not put like, too, I'm not putting too much like thought or pressure on myself for that. Also keeping in mind, I am 35, almost 36. Um, so the like societal pressures kind of kick in. And I did, again, I had a very easy pregnancy, um, which maybe that was mother nature's way of tricking me of like, Oh, you love being pregnant. Do it again. And then the next baby's going to rock my fucking world. Uh, so I don't know. I I do want to do it relatively close together just because, again, I waited so long to have my first baby. I would like to just kind of do it and then call it a day. I don't know how detailed you want to get or how personal you want to dive, but you said you and John were trying for a long time to have a baby and, you know, compound other stresses and being on the road and, you know, WWE is a great gig, but, you know, there's a lot of stress that comes with it as well. And, you know, sometimes that puts an immense toll on the body, then you don't renegotiate your contract and you leave and then bada bing, you're pregnant. It's a really weird thing. So it was almost about a year, I would say, of trying to figure it out, trying to get the timing right, all of those things. Um, And yeah, I don't know how much of it was pressure from being on the road or pressure from my job at the time, or if it was just like divine intervention, the way that things kind of work, the way that they're supposed to work, that literally two weeks after I left WWE timing wise, I mean, I didn't find out until a month after that, but rolling it back and you'd start doing the math in your head. You're like, holy shit, I got pregnant immediately after leaving WWE. And this was off like the straight off the heels of my doctor telling me like, you probably have to do IVF. And I was okay with that. Like was ready to do it. Literally had the medication at home, ready to go like was into it. So I was like, all right, Hey, if that's what the body needs, that's what the body needs. And so be it. Um, yeah. And then lo and behold, just after that, I was like, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test just to check. Cause we had been sitting on the couch, just like hanging out. And I was like about to make myself a cocktail 
I was like, I'm just going to check to check. And keep in mind, I've have you, I've gone through how many pregnancy tests, how many ovulation tests, all this shit over the past year. You don't expect to even see a positive result. You keep expecting it to be negative, negative, negative. And that, that is like, ugh, what a shit feeling that is. But then you get the positive. You're like, wait, me, that's mine. What the, for real? Like to actually see that positive result is the craziest, best feeling. It's so cool. So let's talk about that for a minute because you go to the bathroom, you pee pee on the stick and (laughs) you come out and you go, oh my God, like how, what was the reaction? Because nothing really rattles your husband. (laughs) He's impenetrable. He's very, very stoic. Like nothing rattles this man. Even when he's happy, you don't know. Like, did you come out and did you like wave the pregnancy test in his face? Like. Explain this whole thing to me because I'm fascinated. So it takes a couple minutes for it to kick in. So I ran upstairs. I was like, I know I've got a pregnancy test upstairs. I'm just going to check. And I bring it downstairs and we're like talking in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll take a couple minutes and uh, and then it'll tell us what it is. And it was one of the ones that clearly says pregnant or not pregnant. It wasn't the double line or whatever. So he's passing me in the kitchen. I was like, yeah, we'll just wait for this to switch. And as I put it in his face. It switched and said pregnant. And we were like, what? I just got goosebumps actually again, like thinking about that, especially as I can like hear the baby crying downstairs and like to know that the baby is here and she's healthy and everything's great. Like it's, it's such a crazy ride. But yeah, I like showed it to him and he was like, same as me, like what? So he runs over to the Walgreens and he like buys seven more pregnancy tests. Cause we're both in like disbelief of like, no way, get out of here. So yeah, and I ended up just taking like a bunch more pregnancy tests. And as they're all like the two lines pregnant, like we'd got all of the different kinds to check. Uh, yeah. And just to see that, that it was a positive pregnancy test was absolutely insane. So I'm, I'm really hoping that everything will be like fine and easy for the second pregnancy. I know a lot of times, and I always hear this, that like you basically mimic what your mom went through. And my mom had a really hard time getting pregnant with my brother took forever. Same thing. Doctor told her, you can't get pregnant. You've got to do IVF, blah, blah, blah. And she got pregnant naturally. And my dad traveled on the road at the time as well. So really a similar situation. And then she got pregnant with me. No problem. Like wasn't even like, I don't not that I was like a whoopsies, but like wasn't even really trying and was like, oh shit, I'm pregnant again. So hopefully, hopefully I'll get a little bit of that good baby magic happening as well. So even though you were having this whole outer body experience while you were giving birth, did you talk about it afterwards with John? Was he in the operating room? Oh, yeah. He also was taking photos of the whole <laughs> thing, which took me. I, I had to wait at least a week oh to look God. at them because I was like, it might make me feel queasy. It like might make me feel sick to see myself like cut open like that. And he's like, this is great. <laughs> uh, so it tripped me out. But um, when I did look at it, I was like, actually, it wasn't that bad. They did a clean job, man. But the thing for him was feeling so helpless and like kind of useless, I guess, because I'm sitting there in so much pain prior to going in for the C-section that like he couldn't make a joke to alleviate any kind of the like stress that was going on. He just kind of had to sit there quietly and like watch it all happen. He's never seen me in pain like that before. So he was like, holy shit. He didn't really know what to do or what to think of it. He was just sort of like, 
sitting on like the dad couch that's in the room there and watching me like cursing. I'm like pacing the room. Uh, once they give you the epidural too, they come in and they like rotate you every 30 minutes to every hour. They like move your body over trying to like get things moving. And, uh, that didn't help anything at all, except I didn't get any blood clots. So there's that, which is great. But yeah, I just, I could not dilate for the life of me. So did you consider any type of other childbirth, maybe something like a water birth or something natural and holistic? Because I think back to the episode where Misha Tate was a guest and she went into detail about how she was like on all fours and she gave birth that way. And like, was there any thought of having any type of other birth outside of the one that you were having? No, it's just not really for me. My doctor's fantastic. So she was somebody who I just felt very confident in like what she wanted to do. I wasn't really looking to have this sort of like holistic approach to having my baby. And to each person that does that, I mean, power to you, do whatever you want for your own labor. But for me, it was like, I wanted to go into the hospital. I wanted to have all of like the medical advancements I needed if I did need something. I live very close to the hospital anyways. But like, honestly, I've not really talked to anyone that I personally know that's had a home birth that had a great experience. I know one person that did have her baby very quickly and she had an okay time, but most other people are like, have a really rough go with it. And I was not really interested in that. I wanted to make it kind of, I didn't want to put my body through like this insane marathon, which ultimately I ended up doing anyways, you know, just because of how things went. But, you know, you kind of look at both sides of the coin. You know, I watched um, the business of being born, the Ricky Lake documentary that she did years and years ago. Um, And she, I watched that like right when I found out I was pregnant. So I was like, Ooh, I want to like, I want all the information. I want to know everything. And they definitely make a case for the, for the all natural birth 100%. And I do get some of the benefits of that. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't the thing that I was looking to do. And now that I had to have a C-section, I would, I think I would just probably end up having a C-section with the, with the second baby. Um, because I wish I didn't go through the 24 hours of brutal labor. If I just went in and had a C-section, I might not have had that horrible shaking and like my body feeling absolutely insane. Cause that kind of ruined my initial like couple hours with my baby. I wish I didn't have that. I wish that we could have just like enjoyed it more. And this might be a crazy question to ask, but how soon do you want? Because if you're ready to go and you're getting the doctor's orders, you can you can get on with the get down. Um, Are you planning on having a child anytime soon? Like, do you want a set of Irish twins? (laughs) I've only it's funny. I'd never really heard the term Irish twins until like the other week. Uh, I, I was talking to Sarah Logan and she's, she used that term. I was like, oh, I've never heard that. And then my neighbor said the other day, um, I don't know. I know that like ideally you're supposed to wait 18 months. I think for your body to properly heal and your body to kind of run its course for your first baby to like, you know, do its thing. And you're like doing all the mom things during that time. So I don't know. I've not put like too, I'm not putting too much like thought or pressure on myself for that. Also keeping in mind, I am 35, almost 36. Um, so the like societal pressures kind of kick in. And I did, again, I had a very easy pregnancy, um, which maybe that was mother nature's way of tricking me of like, Oh, you love being pregnant, do it again. And then the next baby's going to rock my fucking world. Uh, so I don't know. 
I, I do want to do it relatively close together just because, again, I waited so long to have my first baby. I would like to just kind of do it and then call it a day. I don't know how detailed you want to get or how personal you want to dive, but you said you and John were trying for a long time to have a baby yeah. and, you know, compound other stresses and being on the road and, you know, WWE is a great gig, but you know, there's a lot of stress that comes with it as well. And, you know, sometimes that puts an immense toll on the body. Then you don't renegotiate your contract and you leave and then bada bing, you're pregnant. It's a really weird thing. So it was almost about a year, I would say, of trying to figure it out, trying to get the timing right, all of those things. Um, And yeah, I don't know how much of it was pressure from being on the road or pressure from my job at the time, or if it was just like divine intervention, the way that things kind of work, the way that they're supposed to work, that literally two weeks after I left WWE, timing wise, I mean, I didn't find out until a month after that, but rolling it back and you'd start doing the math in your head, you're like, holy shit, I got pregnant immediately after leaving WWE. And this was off like the straight off the heels of my doctor telling me like, you probably have to do IVF. And I was okay with that. Like was ready to do it. Literally had the medication at home, ready to go. Like was into it. So I was like, all right, Hey, if that's what the body needs, that's what the body needs. And so be it. Um, yeah. And then lo and behold, just after that, I was like, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test just to check. Cause we had been sitting on the couch, just like hanging out. And I was like about to make myself a cocktail. I was like, I'm just going to check to check and keep in mind. I've, have you, I've gone through how many pregnancy tests, how many ovulation tests, all this shit over the past year, you don't expect to even see a positive result. You keep expecting it to be negative, negative, negative. And that, that is like, ugh, what a shit feeling that is. But then you get the positive. You're like, wait me, that's mine. What the, for real? Like to actually see that positive result is the craziest, best feeling. It's so cool. So let's talk about that for a minute because you go to the bathroom, you pee pee on the stick and (laughs) you come out and you go, oh my God, like how, what was the reaction? Because nothing really rattles your husband. (laughs) He's impenetrable. He's very, very stoic. Like nothing rattles this man. Even when he's happy, you don't know. Like, did you come out and did you like wave the pregnancy test in his face? Like- Explain this whole thing to me because I'm fascinated. So it takes a couple minutes for it to kick in. So I ran upstairs. I was like, I know I've got a pregnancy test upstairs. I'm just going to check. And I bring it downstairs and we're like talking in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll take a couple minutes and uh, and then it'll tell us what it is. And it was one of the ones that clearly says pregnant or not pregnant. It wasn't the double line or whatever. So he's passing me in the kitchen. I was like, yeah, we'll just wait for this to switch. And as I put it in his face. It switched and said pregnant. And we were like, what? I just got goosebumps actually again, like thinking about that, especially as I can like hear the baby crying downstairs and like to know that the baby is here and she's healthy and everything's great. Like it's, it's such a crazy ride. But yeah, I like showed it to him and he was like, same as me, like what? So he runs over to the Walgreens and he like buys seven more pregnancy tests. Cause we're both in like disbelief of like, no way, get out of here. So, yeah, and I ended up just taking like a bunch more pregnancy tests. And as they're all like the two lines pregnant, like we'd got all of the different kinds to check. Uh, Yeah. And just to see that that it was a positive pregnancy test was absolutely insane. So I'm, I'm really hoping that 
everything will be like fine and easy for the second pregnancy. I know a lot of times, and I always hear this, that like you basically mimic what your mom went through. And my mom had a really hard time getting pregnant with my brother. Took forever. Same thing. Doctor told her you can't get pregnant. You've got to do IVF, blah, blah, blah. And she got pregnant naturally. And my dad traveled on the road at the time as well. So really a similar situation. And then she got pregnant with me. No problem. Like wasn't even like, I don't not that I was like a whoopsies, but like wasn't even really trying and was like, oh shit, I'm pregnant again. So hopefully, hopefully I'll get a little bit of that good baby magic happening as well. Emilio, my guy, you're the shit. I love you. I love having you on the podcast. I love having these conversations with you. You are the shit. Hopefully you guys enjoy listening to these as well and hearing what Emilio and I have to say to each other as we dissect all things going on in the world of professional wrestling as well as just what's going on in our lives. Well, I hope that you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you eat too much and that you don't fight with your family. And uh, But that always happens. That's just how Thanksgiving rolls, right? That's how we do. Send me photos of what you cooked. I want to know what everyone's cooking for Thanksgiving, so don't be afraid to tag me in those photos. You know where to find me, at Renee Paquette. Tag the volume, too. They probably like that, at the volume. Let them know. (laughs) This is Oral Sessions. See you guys next time. Bye.